Hi, welcome to Nobody Asked Us, where two friends try to figure out all the things that fascinate, annoy, and baffle us. So join me, Rachel. And me, Sanaz. As we delve into all the things that nobody asked us, but we really wanted to share. So today, we are going to be talking about games and gamification. This is a pretty hot topic in all aspects of kind of like online culture, media, they, you know, from dating apps to TV shows based off of video games to even things like um, what we're going to start off our conversation with, uh, something that Sanaz noticed recently, a scholarship application, is it, that was being gamified? So Sanaz, do you want to start off with uh, sharing yeah. a little bit about that story and what's inspired this content? Sure. So I mentor um, a high school kid as just part of a program with our university, Rice, mm -hmm. um, obviously that you know, Rachel. Um, and the goal is to help juniors and seniors that are originally refugees coming to the U.S. and just help them with the different processes, you know, whether it's their SATs, um, schoolwork navigating internships, resumes, just all the things that likely, you know, their families are not familiar with to help them with. Um, and it's a great program. I really like it. I've been working with this student now. Um, this is the second year. So she's a senior. So we've gone through all the college applications. And now the last thing to do is the scholarship applications. And the program's great because, you know, they give us a lot of guides of like, go to these websites, you know, submit the applications here. And I remember like the first time that I sat with her to start working on the applications, I was like, I just feel like we're clicking through a lot of random sites and we're filling out lots of profiles. We're giving away a lot of her data. Mm -hmm. And what was just weird, I was like, what is like, this process is so different, obviously from when you and I did it back in high school. Cause a lot of that, when I was online, it was like, download this application, fill out this essay, mail it, whatever, send yeah, it. Yeah, the, right? the, co the common app. The common app for college application as well as for scholarships. And this just feels like a game where some of these websites, it's like fill out a bio, get five points, you know, mm. add a picture, get two more. You're five points away from unlocking an offer. Just because the number of points you have, you're automatically qualified to, you know, apply to this scholarship, but you need another 200 points for that one. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, why is this game? And I was like, am I playing a video game? Or are we trying to get you money for college? Like, what happened? And I told the um, the coordinators of the program, I was like, is it just me? Or are these websites super confusing? And I feel like all I'm doing is like giving away her data. <laughs> and they're like, no, it's really right. confusing. We're going to give you a couple more. And they gave me a couple more websites. And it was still the same thing. And I just remember calling you after the third session with her. And I was just so frustrated. And I was like, why is everything gamified? Like, mm -hmm. why can't you just show me what the applications are? I fill it out. And then you tell me whether or not I get the money. Like, why does everything yeah. have to be like, do this for five more points. And if you change your behavior this way, you get this. <laughs> and I just, as someone who has never liked video games, this part of our lives just really annoyed. Like, I never ever liked it. So I just called you in a rage. <laughs> but we yeah. thought about how this has affected so many new things in our lives. So that's what we wanted to talk about. Yeah, no, it's so funny, because that strikes me as it's a really good example to talk about like, a really like clumsy use of like gaming tropes. So yeah. like, it seems fair, it seems very unnecessary, but they're trying to make the process more engaging by adding points and stuff. And, you know, little rewards along the way, but it seems yeah. like it just has the purpose of confusing everybody. <laughs> 
you know? So weird. And I kept thinking, are we going to hear back from any of these? Like, what have we done? (laughs) Right. Like, what am I doing with all these points? What happens at the end? You get to like get a prize. You give a like a leaderboard. (laughs) What do you do now? What do you do? So anyway, I was very annoyed by it, but it just seems like that's the process these days with a lot of things in our lives. And I just, Again, I'm a curmudgeon when it comes to these things. I just don't, I don't, I feel like I'm being fooled the second, like someone says, do this and therefore you get this. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm like, so what is the process here? And why? I don't know. I just feel like I'm in a hamster <coughs> wheel or something, you know? So anyway. It feels a little gimmicky. I think that that's like, the, like especially in that context, that feels very gimmicky. Yes. Like unnecessarily so. Yep. Um, should we like go through like what we're talking about when we say games? So like, yes. So games, there's a set of rules. There are stages, there are, you know, intermittent levels, rewards, stuff like that. Or there, you know what I mean? It's like a more structured interaction. And there, I think the key aspect of it is the rewards Mm -hmm. that keep coming. So like, um, especially with something like this, it's like, I think it's supposed to create like that, like dopamine hit every time you you know achieve have a small achievement or like make progress so that you keep going does that make sense yeah like it feels like it's designed to engage you in that way I um I looked up a little definition online about like gamification and this is like a bit of a more cynical one (laughs) and this is probably what the people of that scholarship website like Mm -hmm. read is like gamific okay gamification is about taking something that is not a game and applying game mechanics to increase user engagement happiness and loyalty i am not engaged happy (laughs) nor will i be loyal it it also for me going back to like even when we were kids and it was just like video games for the sake of gaming sake I didn't even like that. And my mm-hmm. whole question is, is this just a ploy by people in tech, which tend to be a lot of dudes? Is this just like us living in the world that they think is fun? Because <laughs> like, I'm not oh. fun. I mean, in a way, like, yes, probably. I think so. Um, so part of like what I was saying earlier is that the, ga- the gaming creates certain um, neural pathways. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, you get a dopamine hit every time you hit a goal or get points or whatever. And so it keeps you engaged. So in that way, it's like an extension of like the attention economy and just like a, a, you know, a new way to get consumers. But I see what you're saying. Like, it's really annoying that when you're forced into a gaming context, when it doesn't seem relevant. Well, and like, can you make everything fun? Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Like, this is just a task and I'd like to do it in the most efficient way possible and then get on with my day. And I just don't know if trying to make this a fun experience is really helping. You get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's like a spoonful of sugar with everything. Like, I don't know if we yes. need to do that with certain processes. Yes, that it is deeply annoying um, when you have to figure out the game just to do a, a very basic, straightforward thing that should be basic and straightforward. Exactly. Um, Let's get on with our day. Right, right. So we also, we, this conversation led into the, one of the bigger examples of gamification in people's lives nowadays, which is dating apps. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to me, I was thinking about this a little bit and, you know, it seems like the perfect point of entry 
uh, and it, because the way that romance has been conceptualized, it's always been kind of metaphorized as a game. You know, there's like stages and there's, uh, you know, dating, official, commitment, engagement, marriage. It's like going through these levels, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's always been structured like that, you know, from like Jane Austen to like your typical like rom-com structure that we've seen in movies. You know, this has been around forever. Yeah. Even things like, I think about those books in the 90s, like The Rules and mm -hmm. The Game, like the pickup artist thing, mm -hmm. which are very cynical and manipulative and they really look at it in kind of a bleak game like dating and like a game like term but now we have dating apps which right. we've discussed before reward continuous engagement and the companies have every reason to keep you on the apps and exactly not get you swiping. to the end yeah just swiping that's all they just swiping i'm interested in well i think you brought up a good point because we were talking cynically about how dating apps have done it and it's like you know pay X amount of dollars a month and unlock more roses to show more people are interested in or see who's interested in you first or send a double like or, you know, whatever they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show up as priority under somebody's, you know, profile, whatever. And like that, just in present day, I was like, oh my God, that's such a gamification. But you brought up a really good point around like going back as far back as like Jane Austen novels that we read in school or, you know, I, I find those, you know, masterpiece theater type of movies like really relaxing, but yeah. you're right. There's such a like power play right at the center of that and a game. And like, I just hadn't thought about it in the same cynical way. So I thought it was really interesting. You brought that up. Yeah. It just, you know, I, like, that's one place where I I'm annoyed by how it's been exploited in a gamified way in, in the modern app. Yes. Landscape. But it also makes sense that they would, that that would be a place where they would do that because it like the game, game structure of that whole process is already in place. Like that's something we already think of it as, you mm -hmm. know, it, it's I, my least favorite thing when people are like, it's a numbers game. Like I'm tired. <laughs> really? yeah, no, no thanks. And, so, so somebody I know knows somebody who kept this really intense spreadsheet. She did mm. online dating with a very specific goal, you know, to find a right. she guy to marry. It. She gamified it. Yeah, she gamified it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, on one hand, like, that's very smart. So she kept a spreadsheet, with, like, what, like, guy's name, what app they met on, the dates they went on, what they said, like, things she liked, things she didn't like. And it was this huge spreadsheet. And apparently, you know, she found the guy after a while and now they're married well, like She'll a numerical ranking was it like after all these inputs is like he's a 7.8 like <laughs> yeah. no that would be really funny if it, there was like at least like there was like a model to it like like you have to do one to ten on everything and then there's like a yes no decision can you imagine was... like spending the night at her house and then like seeing that the next day oh my god yeah i asked i was like does this guy know about this like the guy she ended up with does he know about the spreadsheet my friend was like probably you do like games. Like, I don't mean like the dating games, but you are actually a big fan of like crosswords, wordles. Like, talk to me a little bit about that because, <laughs> yeah. Have you always been into that? Are you then also good at other games? Like, how would you kind of decipher that? Because I'm also just not good at those games either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, so I've done the cross, the New York Times crossword puzzle pretty much every day since I was 15. Wow. 16. Uh, my dad and I used to do it together. And then it, it's a skill like anything else. You have to get used to 
the types of clues. It's, um, but yeah, I, I love doing the crossword puzzle. I love solving puzzles in mm -hmm. general. I don't like group games as much. Like escape uh, the room. Is that not your thing? Oh, I love Escape the Room. Okay. <laughs> Do you have you done it before? I did it. Yeah, we did it for my birthday. My my relatives like got it as a birthday gift for me, which was so sweet. Um, and then we went and had like burgers after. But like I can tell, like my brain doesn't. I don't have the initial thought of where to start. I can follow a thought through, but like I don't have the like let's look under here first. You know what I mean? Like that first clue doesn't come to me naturally. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think just like anything like to, to get good at, it's a skill. I don't think anybody's naturally like great at those mm -hmm. kinds of puzzles uh, to begin with. Uh, no, you're yeah, I'm also, I love trivia. I'm a very yeah. uh, overly competitive at <laughs> pub trivia. Fun fact, uh, Rachel um, was interviewing to be on Jeopardy, which was a yes, yes. to talk with you about. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm modest to brag about it, but I was like, my friend might be on Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, I did the, I did all three levels of the audition process. So now I'm in the contestant pool. And the thing is they, you, you do these things and then they say, okay, we might call you up at some point in the next 18 months. And if mm -hmm. we don't, you can try this again, but they don't tell you anything else. So you can't check on, you know, they don't have like a schedule set out way in advance. And, right. um, yeah, so I hope they call me up. Apparently, like, a lot of people go through two rounds of this process. I learned that when talking to the other people who were auditioning. Interesting. But, yeah, fingers crossed. But anyway, yeah, I love, I, I don't know, I play all the the doles, the wordle, quartal, duo, <laughs> trigordal. Which, what is duo, trigordal? Okay, you solve 32 wordles at once. <laughs> Whoa. I love it. Like they require some level of thinking, which I enjoy, but they're also not super, super challenging and you can get better at them too. Right. Um, I play Sudoku. I do all of the like daily word games, the Wordle, Trigordle, whatever. I do Crosswordle. Um, it only takes like 10 minutes to do all of them, but it's like a little- For ritual. you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> But I've been doing them like every day for, I don't know, when did they come out? Like a year ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just a fun little ritual. And I it also gives me like an outlet for my super competitiveness about these things. I'm like, yes, keep right, my streak right. going. Which yeah. is weird because that is true. That is gamified where I feel that right. need to like keep something going. Or I'm like, oh, no, like stop what I'm doing. First, I have to solve my Wordle before midnight or else whatever. Yeah, it's I get I get a little obsessive about these things. No, and you're uh, you're so good at it. And I mean, you also reminded me that there are many positive, you know, aspects of it, right? So like helping people with autism or ADHD or, you know, there's a lot mm -hmm. of constructive things that come in games as well. Yeah, it's it, it's been shown to be useful for people with uh, as the uh, way to get people with ADHD to engage because it, uh, to give a brief description i'm not a doctor but there's like a dopamine function that's mm -hmm. involved in adhd like it doesn't work properly but the games keep the hits of dopamine coming so it keeps you engaged but it can also be used to distract i definitely find myself sometimes i'll just like play random sudoku games to procrastinate mm -hmm. things because it keeps you very engaged it's a great way to like 
block out everything else. Right, right. It's kind of like what happens with people when they have Ritalin. It's like they focused on everything except for the term paper. (laughs) No, Uh, I've been been thinking about this because I'm like, I'm so not a game person. So I'm like, what interests me? Like, (laughs) I guess you're organizing. Like, to me, that's a puzzle. You know what I mean? Like how to Mm -hmm. fit things properly in like a specific space, like that kind of challenge. I don't know. I don't know. I've been thinking about this. I feel like you're very intrinsically motivated anyway. Like, I think that you don't need that extra little push. Like, you don't need the bells and whistles. Just like, let me get my stuff done. Oh, my God. No, I'm like, like, I've I've definitely calmed down over the years. But I always joke that, like, I can't do cocaine because I would love it so much. Like, it would be like, (laughs) just exactly what my personality doesn't need. It's like, I wake up before, I like patent an organizing system and then I write a cookbook I work out it's now 6 a.m you know like I just like, yeah I'd be psycho and I was like this is the last thing I need and I know I'd be so addicted so let's just not even start yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean you know there's, I feel like it'd be great the first time yeah exactly and then after yeah. that, I'm like oh no <laughs> what am I doing this well actually cool. you said that you like um Tetris I do like Tetris, but again, it's just nothing that I, it's not my phone. It's not, you know what I mean? Like it's, if you put it in front of me, sure. I'll play for a little bit, but for some reason I don't stay engaged with games. And that's where I'm just thinking like, does the dopamine hit not come or by getting like one hit and then done? I don't know. It doesn't keep me interested, but I think Tetris is just, my love of Tetris is just because of, I like organizing things. Yeah. So yeah. Give me a closet or Tetris. It's kind of the same thing to me. No, that makes sense. Like the spatial. Yeah. Making things fit together. I see. I don't like Tetris because I'm bad at it. I think I just like, I like things that I'm good at and I'm good at word games. So yeah. How do you load a dishwasher, Rachel? Is that like four things can fit? And then you're like, oh, <laughs> got to start. I, yeah. I just kind of put things in. I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. always going to maximize in a dishwasher too. Is there a strategy for that? I mean, it's it's to align things in a way so that you maximize like the empty space. Do you get what I'm saying? So yeah. like, make sure you're putting it along the back or whether you put it, you know, vertically or horizontally depends on, you know, what else you can fit next to it. So uh-huh. uh, yeah. That's very interesting. I feel like the, like what kind of games appeal to you can tell you a lot about the way a person's brain works. Totally. Totally. Yeah. No, because when you're younger, it's like, I guess the one game I did like as a kid was Carmen San Diego. Like oh. that, I think that's just my love of geography and travel more than mm-hmm. intrinsically a game. Like if you created that in a different format or a book about it or something, I'd probably be just as interested. But I couldn't really get into anything. Like we used to play Oregon Trail at school. Like didn't love that. Everybody got dysentery and died. We're like yeah. barely through Colorado. Like I just, yeah. I wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, that, that's another thing that's like if you get good at, because I figured out the trick to getting across the river. Yeah, yeah. You had to. You can't. You can't ford the river. Your wagon will sink. You have to cock the wagon. Yeah. And then after that, it became so much more fun. There's got to be a relation to this and sort of like test taking tactics too, because that's another. Like I've never just been mm-hmm. naturally good at standardized tests, and I know there's a lot of like, oh, well, you figure out the systems and the tricks, and you know, like you start to see the patterns and things. Um, I've had to really study for those things. Like those don't come naturally to me as like. You know, but I'll go to bed and like think of a better way that you could organize your closet and then wake up telling you. (laughs) Yeah. Weird. It's so weird. That's so, I mean, yeah, that's so interesting though. Because like, yeah, I I prefer a standardized test to almost anything. Yeah. But 
that's I don't know. It's something. It's similar to like the word game thing. I and despise them. Oh my god, the reading <laughs> comprehension of the SATs. I cannot tell you how terrible I am at those. <laughs> because you know when they always say like, okay, there's four or five answers. There's always one that you can eliminate immediately, right? And that's usually mm -hmm. the one that I pick. I'm like, wait, why was that obviously not the answer to everybody else, but to me? <laughs> like, I think very differently on those sort of like judgment call things. I, I don't know. I've always really struggled with that. Yeah, I feel like those, I mean, those are also like learning the test, learning it to the test, like knowing what they're asking for. Yes. So I do the New York Times crossword puzzle. This is like an analogous, analogous example. I'm really good at that one because there's a certain style of clue and you know what they're hinting at for the answer if you do mm -hmm. those puzzles enough and you become familiar with the style. But I'll do a different type of crossword puzzle and I won't nearly be as good at it. Like right. I'll, I'll do the one in the New Yorker. Yeah, because it's, so it's like, I think it's just training to like how they talk and like. Interesting. Would you yeah. ever want to create the puzzle? I have, um started working on that but i you know there's like a there's like a online community for people who write those puzzles yeah i'd like to i'd like to try my hand at constructing that's cool how are you feeling about games now that we've discussed all levels of them you they still annoy the crap out of you oh they still annoy the crap i mean yeah i guess like i wish there were just more of the not i don't say analog but like the games that you like like the sudokos and crossword puzzles and stuff. I don't think I'd be as bothered if those are the elements that we're trying to build into the experience. But the part that still bothers me is like, do this to get those points when it's like a task I have to do anyway. And it just feels like another roadblock has been added to the process <laughs> as opposed to making it fun to get to the next stage. I don't know. That That's sort of where I'm coming from, where I'm like why do I have to do this next thing? You know, like can you just take me to the application. We finish a stupid scholarship and go home. <laughs> yeah. Or like the idea that, so I was thinking about like LinkedIn, they, you know, it's like, they're like, you have 70% of your profile filled out and like right. your rating is so, so, but you'll get more recruiter outreach if you do this. And I'm just like, Oh God. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ploy that really annoys me the most is do this to get to the top of the queue. And mm. I get it. I know we do this in a lot of things. Like I have TSA pre-check. I have Clarion, like global yeah. entry. I, I get it. I know we pay to get to the front of the line for certain things. But sometimes I'm not trying to get to the front of the line. And then I feel like if I don't do the thing to get in the front of the line, am I at the back of the line? Like, why can't I just be where I'm supposed to be in the queue? Get Wait, what, what kind of offers are we talking about aside from, because I'm fine with TSA pre-check. I love a short line, but... <laughs> Um, I've, I've seen it in some of like, again, go back to the scholarship example. It's like mm -hmm. be first reviewed by this company or like, make sure mm -hmm. you're on such and such radar or like the LinkedIn example, like make sure that recruiters see you. I'm like, aren't they just supposed to look at all the candidates? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. That feels a little scammy, right? Yeah. That feels a little, but a lot of those are also paid. So it's like you pay for LinkedIn premium or you the dating apps they look like if you pay this much money we'll show you to more people exactly like i signed up for hinge getting back on the dating scene mm -hmm. and when you don't when you haven't paid yet they show you like they show your profile to a bunch of people so you're getting all these likes and but they don't let you see the people who like you mm -hmm. you have to pay for that it's like what's the point and so they right. pay and but there's you pay for like the basic level 
but there's a premium level. And so you, when you pay for the basic level, then you they don't show you to anybody anymore. Right. You know, all they want you to do all they want you to do is pay for the top level. They faded uh, you in. I felt I feel scammed a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah. It's all a game. We're, we're I guess it is a simulation, Rachel. It is. It is for some people. I think some people have fun doing that. They like the attention, but I just I I find it more stressful than enjoyable. I agree most of the time. I agree. Uh, You're just really good at crossword puzzles, though. While we bitch about it. Oh my god! If we had a dating app where you just like played crossword puzzles with somebody, you'd crush it. Oh my god! This is my new. Or you'd play like Wordle with somebody. This is my new idea. This is. I my... think you should pitch that to the New York Times. Should be like you should have your own dating app specifically for people that love your crossword, and then you can only communicate with each other through crosswords. No, no, no. We start this, and then we sell it to them. Yeah, that, that's true. Come on, edit it out. Edit I'm giving out. them free business ideas. You're so right. You're so. This right. is how. This is where our. This is where we make our fortune. <laughs> Well, Rachel, why don't you start us off with some recommendations since you're much more the gamer than I am? Yeah, well, I guess I don't really have a specific outside recommendation, but I would like to recommend that more people play Wordle and Quirtle and Duo Trigordle and all the daily games so that I have somebody to talk with that about because right now it's just me searching on Twitter wordle whenever i'm really frustrated by the word so rachel needs a wordle friend guys i need a wordle friend so please you know you're out there please join tweet her. at me please yeah. join her what about what about you sinas um mine's gonna be an old school one too um i'm gonna recommend the game taboo which i actually really do like and i'm quite mm. good at um so that's a game where on each card there's a word and then there's five obvious clues that you can't use when describing the word to your teammate and they have to guess what you're saying. Um, I'm particularly good at this game because my entire life has been my mom and my aunts going, what's that thing we did with that guy in that place? I'm like, what, like, can I buy a vowel? So my entire life is yeah. like deciphering context clues based on little to no information. And then fun fact, my mom is like, she's so bad with names and one time we were playing heads up which is like a version of this game but you don't have any like words you can't say oh i love heads up it's so like fun. on your phone and you put it up against your forehead so you can't see what the word is and then everybody else is like giving you context clues and you have to guess it so yeah. as my mom's turn to go and she had like the phone up to her head and they're like it's this blonde actress that was in blah 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 movie and she's like oh oh yes yes i know i know i love her and then she tries to like tip the phone down to give herself a point we're like wait what she's like i can't remember her name but trust me i know her we're like it's not the honor system yeah <laughs> you have to say the word to get the point so yeah our family is particularly good at taboo just having to do wait who, certain what memories. was the actress I think it was like Katherine Heigl or something. She's like, okay. I, yes, yes. Oh no, I love her. I love her. And we're like, what in the world? <laughs> like, no, just because you can like kind of picture her face does not get you the point. Yeah. She's like, no, no, no. Trust me. Trust me. My cousin's like, it's not an honor system. <laughs> like, See, that's fun though. That's like, oh, like I, I would like, actually, that's a great idea. I would like to play heads up more often. Yeah, yeah. and it's a good party game. It's really easy to understand. I, I don't mind board games, but I just get stressed out when there's too many rules and too much to figure out. And in Taboo, I'm particularly good at giving clues because I'm good at, so talking about like gaming a system, I'm good at finding synonyms for the words that you cannot say, which I think Ooh. that's how I focus it. I don't try to think of another clue. I just think of a synonym for those good clues. 
So you know what? I think that that's the same skill that makes you good at crosswords. You might, you huh. know, if you're ever, you ever decide to get into it. That's I'll let the, you know. I'll let you I know. I mean, yeah. Cool. I love it. All right. So yeah, play more games with us. Play a uh, game with us. That's what we yeah. started off with the rant about gamification. And now we're like, we want people to play games with us. Don't Anyhow, well, thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.